Like get mad at yourself, hold yourself to a higher standard. Most of us make excuses and we try to ignore the real shit that's causing us to have certain issues in our lives, right? We want to just put the blame on other people. That's where it comes into, you have to take ownership of the shit that's not working in your life and actually go head to head with that shit and try to create that real change. Sometimes it's hard and sometimes it takes years. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Creative Hills Podcast. We're here in LA in the former Hype House out here with our special guest for the day, Ken Conklin. Founder of Gravel Castle. Howdy ho. Founder of Gravel Castle. Now, it's um, it's interesting uh, being in, in this place. Like You gave me a little tour earlier today, and there's so much space and so, so many things going on. And right now, there just happened to be nobody in here, but I can't even imagine what it's like when this house is full of people, random people, and I could see things getting really hectic out of nowhere. How's, how's, every, how's the experience been for you here? Yeah, so Danny Fitzgerald built all these houses, this one, the one next door, and then the one after that, which Tana Mojo lives in right now. Um, I don't even know if I pronounced her last name correctly. Mongoose, Mongu. Mongu, Monjao, something, something like that. Yeah, um, no, it's funny. I, got, I moved into the house next door back in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, just me and a couple entrepreneur buddies of mine. Then I got connected with the homeowner, Danny Fitzgerald, who built all these properties back in 2010. And then, um, yeah, I got connected with him, started working with him on a bunch of different marketing stuff for his company. And then whenever there's tenants that move out from here, we oftentimes come here and just, you know, help fix it up, but also to just like kick it. And you should meet Danny. He's a character for sure. He's 60 and he's been living like he's 23 for the past 40 years almost the life yeah um (laughs) but no it's crazy yeah like these houses are the most recognizable online like of any house other than the white house i feel like because if you think about like i don't know what house kim kardashian or drake or any of these people live in i know drake has a big house yeah i'm not familiar with it but like hype house face clan uh justin bieber lived here before too even the weekend lived not in this house but i think in the house that's a couple houses up that Danny also owns. Mm. It's crazy. This street, Weed Lake, like there's been so many people that have been huge online that have moved here and it has a power that enables people to, yeah, get some quick attention. And I'll talk about what kind of my past two months being here uh, has been like because I started posting these like silly um, TikTok videos being like, hey, I snuck into the Hype House um, just, you know, for fun, nothing with yeah. like any intention. And then all of a sudden I got a bunch of traffic and a bunch of people were hitting me up. And then I had this idea of, oh, like what if I actually got together a group of people to do a, possibly a house with some influencers and I'm going to get into the craziness that kind of started to occur from just an idea that I s- spoke about to a few people. It's crazy. Hollywood, I mean, LA and like just the social media world period but especially Hollywood, it's like high school. A bunch of people will start creating drama or like, you know, saying things. Like the other day, someone said like, oh, so you're doing a reality TV show. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, I heard from this influencer that he spoke to you that you guys are doing a reality TV show. And I'm like, first of all, I don't even know who that is. So I did not speak to them. And no, I'm not doing a reality TV show. It's just so crazy how like word gets out about certain things that may not even be like accurate and so, like, I've had so many people ask me so many questions, like, oh, you're doing this, you're doing this. I'm like, no, I'm not. But um, that sounds cool, though. Yeah, rumors it's everywhere. It's easy. It's crazy to think of how fast word travels. And like you said, like, people will just make up stories or they'll definitely be like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Or, yeah, me and him go way back. Or they'll try to come up to you and dap you up like, hey, you remember me. And it's just like everybody's trying to put on this fake facade of, of – being someone that they're they aren't for no reason that's the, i think that's the worst part about it it's like if there was at least a good reason well, for there's it there's usually a reason they're trying to like it's like that ladder climb or like get to know people and here's True. the thing i understand that um like where people come from so for example like my name or my business's name is gravel to castle essentially what we are is a belief system and daily game of human optimization that's designed for businessmen by businessmen what that means is over the past Five years, I've worked with a lot of business owners, um, mostly for the marketing space. I was selling services to you know, do advertising and whatnot for them. But 
after a while, I started to shift towards a comprehensive life approach that incorporated a lot of the business development and operational stuff that included marketing or building a great team and whatnot. Um, Cause that, that's something that I'm definitely passionate about, but also I realized like, Hey, balancing life and business is pretty chaotic. If you're not actually careful about how you're going about your days and having that good work-life balance. For me, that was the biggest thing that I always struggled with was like, I, I always felt like alone and like I isolated myself because I didn't have people around me that were working on the same things as me. And it was just me self-employed doing my own thing for the longest time. And I, you know, I, I would go crazy at times. And I think a lot of people watching this video, if you're a creative or a you know producer of some sort, whether it's you, you know, are self-employed, you run a company or you're just like, Hey, I want to go pursue this path that maybe the people around you aren't pursuing themselves. It's definitely a lonely journey. If you don't have people around you that can uplift you, but also like are on the same path, that, like again, bringing the happiness. I would always get so upset when I was like 18 or 19 talking about, Oh, I want to go do these things. I want to, you know, like, like I would talk about what, you know, was possible in life outside of just the regular social norms of like, yeah, go to college and then get a job and then that's life, right? Yeah, was, was that back in Arizona? Arizona, but then also just uh, like Santa Barbara where I moved. I, mm -hmm. We were talking about this. I moved out of, um, so I went to all guys Catholic private high school, awesome high school. And it definitely shaped me because they instilled a lot of like principles and morals. One of them being be a man for others. And so Brophy College Prep, that's where I went. Um, uh, you know, for the four years in high school, but everyone at that school then went to university afterwards. And I think I'm the only person that didn't go. I'm pretty certain I am. Um, I know a lot of people end up dropping out. Like, you know, not everyone ends up finishing the four years, but I was the one kid being like, no, I'm not going to go period. Mm -hmm. And I worked for a couple months at a subway and just kind of try to figure out my life and whatnot. And then I moved to California, bought a camera and started taking photos. And that was awesome for me because I realized I'm a creative. I love producing videos um, just creating content and that's still what I do to this day, but now it's more of a marketing tool and it's also a self expression, you know, for like way for me to express myself, what I'm doing in my life and like where I'm at mentally and emotionally. I like to have these like two to five minute little videos that maybe don't even have a point other than just like share a message that gets someone to maybe think about something in their own life in a different way. Yeah. Um, I love having camera and whatnot and all that, but my point is, yeah, I went this other route that most people weren't going that were around me. And I'm talking about all these things of like, hey, like, like I'm a dreamer. I'm a, but I'm also like an executor. I, I have these ideas and then I go work towards them. A lot of people when I was growing up just wouldn't align with me or like just, you know, weren't in the same headspace. And I feel like I grew up pretty quickly and being like, all right, I'm going to go build my, you know, career right off the bat when I became an adult. And most people aren't that. And so the people that are watching this video where they don't feel like they have those people around them, I relate to you 100%. And I think you do. I think all of us do because no one, unless they actually have like a really great upbringing in the sense of they have maybe someone in their life that encourages them to like, hey, go build something great. Like go take those risks and jumps. Most people I feel like from my experience of what I've just talked to people is they don't have that person that really pushes them to go do those big things and pursue things and whatnot. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it can be a lonely journey, lonely journey for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like I think a big part of me, like I uh, love the way you phrase it of like a lot of people don't have some, something, someone to look up to. And for me growing up, the internet was really what helped me realize all the possibilities. Like I used to be a big um, fan of rap music and throughout watching all these rappers on their journey, like I really learned of, oh, like this is possible. And that that just happens to be something that I was attracted to and that I looked at for for knowing things were possible. And then YouTubers came out later on down the road. And the irony right now, we're in the high pass. And um, so it's just, everything comes full circle. And yeah, I would just look up to a bunch of people on the internet. And nowadays, like with this whole, the Creative Hills platform and everything, everyone on here, um, I really want to, be an inspiration for the next generation of people and the next wave of creatives coming forward, you know? Yeah. And that's awesome. And the whole next generation, my life purpose is to help set the tone for the next generation and big emphasis on help. I'm not thinking I'm this guy that's going to come save the world or like do something super big. 
I mean, yeah, I think it's important to dream big, but also like, I just know I have to, you know, create a small dent in the world. Hopefully it can be a big dent, but like, you know, if I at least do something that leaves my mark and it's a positive one, I'll be very happy. And what that looks like to me and what I'm pursuing is one, helping become helping people become more intentional. What Gravita Castle is now, again, it's transformed a lot over the past few years, um, but it's essentially a daily process for being able to look at yourself, face your demons, and look at the facts of where you're at in your life and be able to recognize where you're missing like a certain piece or where you're messing up or how you need to show up better in a particular area of your life, whether it's financially, emotionally, physically, spiritually. I think all those elements, it's like having four chairs on a, or four legs on a chair. You know, so many people, especially in this city, they're always talking about, oh yeah, go get the money and all this stuff. Okay, when I was living at the house next door in 2018, I was miserable. It was a cool place and I had a lot of cool people around me. Some of them not the greatest, but for the most part, like it was exciting. But I completely sacrificed my spirituality aspect in the sense of like I stopped just really being present and thinking about like the big picture and like who Ken Conklin is. Um, physically, I was still working out and whatnot and all that stuff. Like also emotionally, like I wasn't, I wasn't around genuine people mm. for the most part. But then too, I like wasn't talking to my family much, and that had a huge impact on what I was so focused on, which was my business. Most people don't realize that all these other areas of your life have a huge impact on what you're able to produce in your career. Again, it doesn't matter what your career is, whether you're a photographer, whether you're a singer, dancer, or you know someone that runs a company. It's all about being able to look at your life and see these different areas and how they all come together. And if you let one slip, your entire life can crumble. And I experienced that one too many times to where then I was finally like, all right, I need to focus on making my life work, but how do I do that? Well, let me go take a couple steps back and really assess from like a 10,000 foot view. And most people don't have that conversation with themselves. They just try to sedate and distract. Oh, let me go hang out with some friends or, oh, I'm stressed. Let me go, you know, watch a movie. And well, yeah, it's great to disconnect. That's oftentimes people not doing the hard thing, which is assess like what's actually screwed up in your life. What's fucking you up? Yeah. internally that makes you want to go distract yourself and go do things that will allow you to, you know, escape and relax. But sometimes the, that like anxiety or stress or whatever shit that you're dealing with is more of an indicator of, Hey, something's not working. Go address it. It's like basically putting a bandaid over a wound instead of preventing that wound from constantly, you know, being created. So your experience out here in LA what has that been like? Can you share a few stories of just random? Oh my God. Yeah. Hecticness. So it's funny. I want to first share that I moved to Los Angeles. One, because like my intention right now is to create an audience on YouTube that I can create, you know, have a real demand for these 10 minute videos that I'm able to share my life experiences with um, through, but then also like say business content, that stuff that's like, hey, you know, here's something that I was working on with a client that maybe really got screwed up and here's the lesson I learned from it. Or like, hey, here's something that I do when, you know, going about, you know, creating a team on my end or, you know, working with another company and doing X, Y, Z, be able to actually share educational content. Um, but also at the same time, again, like create stories. I'm a storyteller. I love talking about, you know, adventures I go on and, have like the two sides of me. One's like the business, like to, you know, be on the computer and, you know, talk to guys where, you know, wearing a t-shirt, a polo or being dressed up. There's also the other side of me where I want to be covered in dirt, crawling through, you know, some intense, uh, like boot camp type stuff. Um, with, you know, with like 10 guys getting dirty and just, you know, manly stuff. I love yeah. both of those elements. That's why I love what Gravity Cast is all about is our whole primary business model is, Again, taking businessmen, so guys who are in that position where they're leaders and they're other, you know, again, some people are self-employed and they don't have a big team, but they still, you know, have to show up and produce for their family. So there's still people that rely on them, which, you know, makes them a leader. They have to step up to the plate. Or there's people that run big companies and, you know, little decisions that they make deeply impact the lives of many other people. And so I'm all about having those men 
go through the experience of really seeing where they need to start again, stepping up. Um, but also too, like letting go of the baggage that maybe they're holding on to, and that's really weighing them down from either moving period or moving at the speed that they want to move at. And so this right here, this is our company playbook. I spent the past, I say nine months working on this in the past, like six months, really just going really hard, like cutting out all distractions from my life, all leisure and just putting together all the lessons I've learned business wise, but then also just life wise. And there's different protocols and different, um, things I have people do through our entry point, which is this gravel to castle challenge. It's basically the introduction for someone to realize like, Hey, do I actually align with what gravel castle is all about? We're not for most people. We're very disciplined and like in terms of aggressive of our approach for getting someone to, you know, face their shit. Some people it's too intense for them and they want to just like, you know, have more of a calm approach. I'm all about like, no, let's go put myself through the ringer and, get chewed up, but come out alive, feeling stronger and learning something about myself that I didn't know before. Some people don't like that intense transformation or at least a process in life. Yes. I saw the clip of you, of that you have on your Instagram. Uh, this, I think it was like a 50 year old man that he said that he was blindfolded and then just had to kind of run around or follow your voice. What was, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. How, how'd that come about? So that was Patrick. That was great because that was, um, I really pushed it with him for sure. Uh, but this was kind of like that transition period where I'm like, all right, now I have these exercises that I've been doing for quite some time. In the past, let's see, what is it? February of 2021. I'd say for the past nine months, like I was going through this time period where, and this is where everyone can kind of relate to this, I think. When you go through a breakup or you lose a loved one or whatnot, that's what kind of shakes you out of your apathy and gets you to start looking at your life and realizing, oh, like something's not working. I need to go, you know, change something. That's when I literally had this laid out in this book. You know, something triggers that emotion or like realization for you. And then something makes you like, like you have a decision to make of, hey, I'm actually going to change and become this new version of me, or at least this different version of me, or am I going to stay the same person I've been for so long? And so you guys probably can't see this, but I had this whole entire like process laid out. Um, it's the first page of our playbook that kind of shows that ascension journey that someone goes through, that personal journey of becoming that new version of them and getting weaponized with that, you know, ability to have full conviction and power in your path and where you're going in your life. It starts with that awareness. And so what I am doing is I'm creating these retreats and boot camps for these men to go through to get their ass kicked and, you know, get physically beaten down, not by someone else, but, you know, have them do this very uh, physically demanding, like go through this very uh, like long process that's going to wear them down physically and then emotionally get them being like, you know, be, like being sleep deprived, being hungry working out all day and then having to do shit. We're like, Oh my God, this, I can't be doing this right now. But like, and, and it's inspired from like watching hell week videos and just different things that like people go through in the military, the way that the instructors or, you know, the people that are the heads, you know, like, like the people in charge of those things, they always describe how it's all about getting them to a point where they have to really tap into who they are inside. That's what I'm going to be doing with, our gravel castle retreats, getting these guys to finally get to a point where now they have to really find out like, what is my why? Why am I actually going to push through this hard stuff? And then that experience that they have is what's going to relate to the real world of, Hey, when something's really not working out in their marriage or things aren't working out with, you know, their children in, sense, in the sense of like, they're not like whatever the like, thing is that they need to focus on in their personal life or in their business. Maybe they're getting audited by the IRS and like, you know, that's just like real stuff. It's not about like making mistakes. It's like shit happens, right? That, that is stressful or maybe you can't meet, pay, meet payroll or whatever the hell it is that someone would deal with, with running a company. Be able to equip these men with the ability to have shit be thrown at them and not be phased. That's what I want for myself. I'm not fully there, but I think I'm pretty far along on my journey to getting there, but that I also want to be able to provide for other people. And one of the things that 
I do every single day, or at least a couple of them, I have these daily protocols. One of them is called setting the tone. And what this consists of is me first reading a daily affirmation, which is basically just me reading out loud how I want to show up. And it's basically like, I can Conklin. I'm a very intentional man in every aspect of my life. I've memorized a handful of it. It's like four paragraphs, but I read this every single day. I don't check my phone. I don't do anything until I read this and I pray. And then I have my morning shake just to get some quick calories in me. And then I take a cold shower and this daily discipline of being able to hop in the shower, turn it on freezing cold, not even be affected by it. Don't be phased and intentionally forcing myself to not be reactive and do the thing that sucks, but I know is good for me. That's had a profound impact on myself and how I show up throughout my day. That is just a small exercise that anyone can do. But imagine when you have a bunch of, say a group of 10 people that are going through hell with you, that you're going through these intense exercises that not only allow you to bond with other people that have gone through hell and back with you, but then two, you've done the hardest thing in your life and now you're able to come out of it going, wow, like I can't believe I just did this shit that I know for a fact most people would have given up on. If I can provide that to people, I think that's gonna have a huge dent. That's gonna align with my purpose, right? Creating a dent in the world. This is how I plan on doing it. That's awesome, honestly. I, I love that. Uh, I think I think it's great and having a form of accountability. I think that helps a lot of knowing whoever's in that program or whoever's doing that at the moment, knowing that they all have each other to count on. And at the same time, it adds pressure to you because you're like, if that guy can do it, I can do it. And it's just keeping everybody accountable. And I think that's a big part of the puzzle of having people around you that aren't yes men and don't let you off the hook and kind of push you to push the boundaries on what you can do. I realized that for me, like just for my own sanity, I need to constantly be pushing myself and working on myself. If I'm not, I am just not in a good mental place. So that constant expansion and progression I need just to be able to be happy in life. I like hanging out with friends. I like disconnecting, but that's not my purpose in life. And I think, again, that's what comes in with the distraction or sedation aspect. I think most people are kind of so reliant on is, when things aren't going well in their life or maybe like things are going just fine, but they don't have that deeper sense of calling for something more and they're kind of just enjoying the moment. Yeah, I think that's great. But like, I just know like for me, I'm like an animal where if I'm not doing the thing of building or growing internally, I am just, yeah, not in a good place. And I have to constantly be giving myself something to do so that comes in with me. Like I want to build a massive company. I want to know that I'm able to create a profound impact on the lives of people that are going through this process. But in order for me to do that also, I have to be living that 110%. And so for the past four years, like a lot of the stuff that I have in here, I had been doing throughout the past, you know, the you know, time being in business. But now I realized, all right, I need to be doing this stuff on a day-to-day -day basis at the extreme, because if I'm going to have someone do it at 20%, I better be doing it at at least 30 and 40%. But it's become so routine for me now to where I feel like I, like it just, I, I'm going out of integrity if I don't do my daily protocols and whatnot. So for the past six months, probably even longer, I always say six months, but that was saying that like two months ago too. So probably like eight, nine months now, I've been putting myself through the ringer on a daily basis and that's allowed me to really shift how I operate and my level of conviction and who I am in my path. And that right there, me getting to actually know who I am and understanding how I work, how I get myself to do certain things when I'm not feeling like doing it, just knowing that this stuff fucking works, I want to push it out to as many people as possible. But again, I have to be the guy that's actually doing it every single day. And there's days where it's not fun. Like cold showers suck, dude. <laughs> and same with like running a bunch or, you know, working out or whatnot. There's some things that I enjoy, just like everyone else has their own things that aren't that big of a deal to them. But also recognizing, okay, what's something I can start making myself do for the next like two weeks that really sucks 
it's not about doing something that is uncomfortable for other people, but you just are good at it. Yeah. It's about constantly getting yourself to do shit that you know you don't want to do, but it's going to have some sort of benefit in the end. Building that discipline. Yeah. So you're telling me beforehand that a lot of, or one of your big inspirations is like David Goggins and how he pushes things to the limits. And one of the things that reminded me of him was that thing that you did on uh, Instagram. You'd kind of, it was like 15 seconds. It was a jogging a mile and every 15 seconds you did 15 pushups. So he has a thing. I haven't done it yet. I want to do it pretty soon. I also just want to make sure I film it because it'll be. So he does a thing where he runs four miles every four hours for 48 hours. That just sounds brutal as hell. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to do that sometime in the next like two months, I think. But I was thinking of one thing I could do like, oh, well, what's something I could do right now? Because I was with my buddy and I wanted to film something. Because also I was going through a transition. I realized like my, my people I was looking up to were like just random influencers on Instagram living a cool life. And where I was at in my head, I had just gone through a breakup. And I finally, again, like that was something that woke me up is I'm tired of being in this small bubble, not just environment wise, but like in my own mind of what my life is. I wanted to start having new inspirations and also like role models. And I realized people like David Goggins or Jocko Willink, these are men who I really respect and think are great leaders who aren't promoting anything about living a fancy life or like go get the money or anything. They're talking about principles of, hey, have discipline or work harder or go through, do hard shit. That's what uh, David Goggins is. Yeah. And so Mine, I realized, okay, like being intentional, that's like my phrase that I want to own and really master. Um, But then also too, like being clear on what one's values and morals are. So that's actually what I spent some time putting together. And I, I, over the past five years, I've had a notepad with a bunch of just different life lessons and quotes and whatnot I've come across. And I spent some time putting together um, our core values at Gravel to Castle that, you know, it doesn't mean everyone has to live by these, but it at least allows me to, when I meet people or they want to go through the, you know, our programs or even just like people that want my day-to-day life, I've realized I want people that live by the same values as me and have the same, you know, objectives that they're trying to accomplish in life. So I'll read them real quick. One is be ruthlessly committed to doing the work. The more you do, the less you wait, which is actually from uh, Mac Miller. Rest in peace. I got that from... Um, the Good AM album. Okay. Back in 2015, I was going through hell in my life. It's just like very emotional uh, time period for me. And that Good AM album helped me. That's actually where Gravel to Castle came from too. The name, uh, the song When in Rome on that album, there's a lyric that goes, came up from the gravel to the motherfucking castle. That always stuck with me. And I love hype songs, you know, that just gets me pumped up. And so that was kind of like a also tribute to Mac Miller because again he helped me get through this very hard time period back in 2015, and so there's me kind of giving that uh, acknowledgement to him. But your lies are your destruction, and your truth is your liberation. Associate yourself with powerful, powerful men who help you rise. Your best life begins once you become a man of high morality. Reprogram your mental framework to operate with strict intention. Share your discoveries with the world. Make your resistance your revolution. Stop rereading chapters one, two, and three. For it's time to write four, five, and six. Know your value, yet always be humble and stick to the plan. Stop rereading chapters one, two, and three for it's time to write four, five, and six was the most important one for me to finally um, really accept and live by because I had a heartbreak when I was talking about that time, hard time period back in 2015. I held on to like just some things I was going through at age 18 for about three or four years that I think most people would be like, dude, you should get over that. But I didn't. And I was very emotional about it. And I recognized that what may be obvious or easy for one person to accomplish or overcome can be the hardest thing in the world for another person. And that's where it comes into, like, like for me, I can go do, you know, pull-ups and push-ups like it's nothing. But for someone, that can be the hardest thing for them to do, right? It's all relative. Just like... Yeah, and and, then so I just realized that was something that I really needed to get over, and I realized a lot of people probably deal with that, and that to me just means living in the past, right? Always looking back on, man, you know, this didn't go my way, or constantly thinking about what did or didn't work. This could also be, in a beneficial way, 
but also still hindering you from progressing forward more in being like, oh man, the glory days. I remember having like, you know, this success or man, college was so much fun. But then now you're 30 going, man, if I could just go back and enjoy those days, whether it's looking back with regret or looking back and, you know, reminiscing too much, it's important to be present, but also live in the future in the sense of looking forward to what's coming. Enjoying today, but looking forward to a better tomorrow than what you had yesterday. That's something that I had to finally get over um, for the longest time. But then also sticking to the plan, that principle is, I think is something that most people really need to assess in their own life of how committed are they to what they say they're committed to. For me, I've had the same business for the past five years. Now we've pivoted a bunch. I've had different offers. I was mostly doing the marketing back then uh, when I first started back in 2016. Now it's working with specifically businessmen. And like again, all this can be applied for anyone. It doesn't matter what your background is, what your gender is. I'm all about like preaching good message to everyone. I just know that I like niching down to a specific group of people that I identify with most and I know go through the same struggles as me. Like I know most women aren't going to want to go get dirty and, you know, in the mud or like go do some like intense, you know, stuff with a guy yelling at them yeah. and going in cold water. Like we're open to anyone experiencing <laughs> that for sure. But I know I'm speaking to the people that most would identify with wanting to do that. And that's where it comes into also my life mission of helping set the tone for the next generation. It's all about just preaching positive messages, but also providing a tactical way of going about incorporating those, you know, principles and, you know, messages actually going, Hey, stick to the plan. One way that I was able to incorporate that principle was I flipped a tire for a mile. This was inspired by David Goggins too. I, he, he, uh, you know, I saw a video of him doing it and I was like, all right, I'm going to do this too. But I flipped the tire for a mile and I think it took me about an hour of just like nonstop flipping. And I had a few water breaks, but for the most part, I just wanted to keep going. And just that simple exercise, this was about nine months ago, allowed me to actually live what I wanted to have become, you know, my DNA, how I operated. And that's something that, again, our, the whole Gravel to Castles programs, whether it's a 30-day challenge or, you know, the retreats or this, you know, um, you know long-term uh, group program that I'm doing, I'm offering a way for people to actually incorporate those principles that I think are so crucial to live by in order to one, be happy, but then two, again, progress in life or business, you know, personally, uh, like, like physically and any of those areas, be able to actually have a path for people to do that. One of them, which I was just showing you guys is the dramatic wake up call. The average human in the United States lives to 78 years old. And so I have this worksheet that has all the boxes that add up to what would be the amount of weeks that you'd live if you were living up to 78 years old. And have my clients shade out the amount of weeks that they lived so far. So say I'm working with a guy that's 50 years old and he shades out up until you know 50 and he sees that, I mean, I'll even show you guys just so you can see right here. Um, being able to have this shaded out up to here and see that this is how much time has gone by so far. This is how much time you potentially have left. Yeah, you could live longer. You could also live half that time left that you have remaining. The whole point is being put in a position where you're looking at the hard facts of your life and being able to not be emotional about it and accept what you can't change. Like maybe you can change that. But that's also where it comes into, okay, like, do I want to make sure I go live 278 or even further? Well, maybe I need to start eating different. I need to start cutting this out of my life that's possibly shortening my lifespan. You maybe wouldn't have that thought and decision of changing something unless you're put in that position where you're looking at the facts and it's getting you uncomfortable. Taping this to your mirror and doing cold showers and going one of the exercises I have for day two, which uh, that guy, Patrick, I don't know if you watched the whole video, but I had him go to a cemetery and... Um, he had, I set a timer for 10 minutes and I had him write a letter to his family or whoever he wanted to speak with for the last 10 minutes of his life and write down whatever thoughts came to mind. And obviously, you know, he's not going to die in that 10 minutes, <laughs> but actually going to a cemetery, 
it's creepy as shit, right? Like, that's not a place most people want to hang out. But that's a place where it's like, oh, shit, this is the real deal. Like, this is me around all these people who all had dreams, all had their own lives that they were living, but now they're not able to continue living those lives or working towards those dreams because their life was cut, right? It ended. Being able to be in that environment and have the actual exercise of write a letter to someone that you'd want to, you know, to say your goodbye to, that allows you to look at, oh my God, like what do I need to change in my life? Or like, like say for example, you just always wanted to let something off your chest and it's in your final moments that you wanted to say this to this one person. Why are you waiting till you're potentially going to die to say that thing that you really want to share with that person? Go say it now. That's, I just want to be able to have people be reminded on a daily basis of the things that they really care about or that they want to do in their life. And sometimes you have to be put in those environments or situations that are, again, kind of crazy. And so, yeah, blindfolding him, having him go in cold water, do all this shit. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about some of the experiences because I don't want to spoil it for anyone that wants to actually experience it themselves. But things like that, that's what Gravel the Castle is all about. And again, some people would be like, oh, that guy's crazy. He's a psycho. Some people might go, oh my God, I see the point of why he's having these people do this. I need that guy in my life. I want those people. And then hopefully the people that are open-minded can maybe experience it as well. Yeah, I love that, man. I love that. I love how passionate you are when you start talking about everything. And I can show that all this whole journey has been something that your whole life has led to. Um, where do you, where would you say it started for you? At what point were you like, I need change? Because like you said earlier, a lot of times, unfortunately, it takes a catastrophe or something bad. Uh, hence, like the people that changed their lives during COVID. Like for you personally in your life, what was that point that made you shift completely? I mean, I went through again when I was 18. Um when it comes to relationships, like I'm very passionate about this topic because I've experienced it firsthand a couple of times, but then also seen it in people that were, you know, close to me and my family. The divorce rate in the United States is I think 51%. It's over 50%. Some websites say 50, whatever. But the point is people don't stay together anymore. Yeah. And in some aspect, that's awesome because if something's not working, people are more comfortable saying, nope, I'm going to move on and live my life for me. But also, a lot of people aren't committed, and when something goes wrong, oh, I'm going to end this relationship, or oh, I'm going to you know, get a divorce. And it's like, holy shit. Like, I think most of us, if not all of us, have that desire to have a companion, a partner. I certainly do. But I'm also so skeptical now and so careful because I've had experiences in my own life where someone's like, hey, no, like, I'm, you know, your soulmate, or I'm going to be the person that's going to be there. And whether it was lies or just like, you know, things change and like, you know, they're not feeling that emotion at that moment. It's hard for me to comprehend like, wow, someone can really just say these specific things and out of nowhere, want nothing to do with you or like move on and like be attracted to some other person and go their you know, different way. And it's like, oh my God. So that's what came in with the whole stick to the plan. Like mm. that's also kind of a, thing of like, you know, if you're going to be committed to something, fucking be committed to, you know, getting past the hardships and overcoming those uh, you know, time periods that maybe things aren't going so smoothly. Um, I experienced that when I was 18. I had a heartbreak that just, again, it, it impacted me more than it probably should have. Yeah. But it was definitely powerful for me. Uh, I had my dad's, because my mom and dad have always been separated. I was living with my dad and he and his wife at the time got separated. Um, but before they did, um, my stepmom convinced my dad, like, no, get kicked Ken out of the house. You know, he shouldn't be here. So I got kicked out of my dad's house, but then she ended up getting married to his best friend. And so, Dang. yeah. And it was just like, and I think I'm not going to say that she was cheating on him, but I think she was. I mean, the point is like, she's with his, his <laughs> yeah. best friend. Like, yeah, what yeah, does that yeah. tell you? Right. Yeah. So that was just like, wow, that's fucked. But people do that, right? Yeah. It's just a reality. You can't control. It sucks in those situations because at, at the end of the day, you can't control that situation. People move on. Things like that happen, and it's just crazy. Of just Which also made me double down on, you know what? You know what? I, like, what's going to be long-lasting is 
me committed to what I'm building. Because I know for a fact <laughs> I'm not going to give up on Gravel to Castle or my life path, my mission. Yeah. And so I kind of just found peace in that same sort of like connection that you seek for in a person with like my purpose. Um, I think there, so there's something called that I call the voice, which is just that inner voice that speaks to us, whether it's the gut feeling, the universe, your future self or God, everyone has a different title. I just know that the thing that kind of guides you on where you're supposed to go in life. Um, that's what I call the voice. And what I basically put together is a process to be able to connect with that voice um, and strengthen that relationship to be guided on the path, which is your life purpose or whatever it is you think your life is you know, meant for. And so I think being able to have that relationship with the voice, whether it's me being crazy, I mean, I, I teach this stuff and you know, it works for me and it works for the people. So I don't think it's crazy, but again, like some people can be like, Oh, he's speaking to the voice. This guy's <laughs> nuts. But the whole point is I went through the hard time period when I was 18 with the breakup and the uh, like, like getting kicked out of my dad's house, not being in school, being that 18 year old going on, working at Subway. I don't really have a direction I'm working towards. Who cares? Like there's people that like, there's different time periods you go through and like one person's success can be another person's like, oh, I don't know. I'm not attracted to that. I'm not, I don't care about that stuff. Like success means something different for everyone. But I know for a fact that I went through that hard time period and it made me realize like I'm going to be committed to building me and working towards this, this vision I had, but it's so foggy back then. I didn't have the clarity. I didn't have everything packaged the way I do now. I didn't have that ability to really express what I wanted to create in the world because I didn't have my message really down. After the past few years of taking those big jumps, the biggest one that I'm most proud of is when I was 19, I was the marketing director of this property management company. And I had a like solid path for my career. I was working towards, I had my own office at the place and I was making decent money at age 18 or 19 and just a cool life. But then all of a sudden I threw it away by just booking a one-way ticket to Hawaii and sent my employer a message of, hey, I won't be able to show up on Monday because I moved to Hawaii, like randomly. But it was me going, you know what? This voice is telling me, go take a jump. I didn't know what that jump was. But I decided, hey, I'm going to go pick Hawaii. And I didn't know anything about Hawaii. I didn't have anyone out there. I just packed two bags. I still had a seven-month lease that I had to pay for. is I think, $875 a month. Um, while I was, you know, giving up the way I was making money at that time. And I had, you know, an actual job and, like, you know, bills I had to pay. And I was even taking some classes. I took a couple marketing classes. Not necessarily for a degree, but just some classes at the City College in Santa Barbara. So I had a month left of that semester and I just jumped and was like, all right, I'm going full entrepreneurship mode. I'm going to go start a business and figure it out. That was the most like intense moment or not intense, but like the moment that I'm most proud of because that was me just listening to that voice and jumping. And that changed the trajectory of my life because all of a sudden that relationship with the voice started to get stronger. And I've had so many times where I've jumped where to most people, You'd be like, oh my God, like, like, I'm not ready for this or things that are scary. When I have that voice speak to me and I know, oh, this is something I need to do. And it doesn't even come from the head. It's come from the heart. I just go do it because I know that the voice doesn't lie. And yeah, like sometimes things don't work out right away or you have to take a couple steps back to then take those couple steps forward. It's not about having a straight line towards what you're working towards. Sometimes that journey goes, you know, backwards and is all over the place, but no matter what, it's progress. And I think most people should recognize that in their own life. Something that most people are afraid to face are, you know, their demons and the darkness that a lot of people are kind of stuck in in their life. For me, I finally got to a point where I started to find peace in going to war with myself and facing that dark shit that I always had to go through when it comes to um, like, like loneliness and isolation and just like, yeah, I guess just feeling alone. That was basically the theme of my life in the past few years. And I always tried to escape from that, but now I own it because now I've finally gotten comfortable being alone with myself. Mm -hmm. Most people aren't able to do that. Most people, 
need to be around other people. Most people need those distractions. Like cell phones are terrible for human life. True. And the way that it's impacted how we operate, our thought process, and also goals and intentions. Like most of us, myself included back then, not now, I recognize this now. And I have little moments where I'm attracted, like like, for example, the ego, right? We all want to like look cool online or we want to like, you know, showcase something. We all get stuck in living for other people on social media. And that's why it's just fucked human life on a grand scale. And I try my best to not be on my phone as much as possible because I've recognized how anxious it would make me or depressed it would make me. But also again, living for other people. I realized like this book, like this is what I want to create and have be my life purpose. What this ends up becoming and the dent and the ability to guide people. That's what I need to be doing on a day-to-day basis. Not making you know, like certain videos or whatnot. I enjoy making videos and telling stories, but I know that progress gets made with me being alone and doing the shit that I need to be doing, which is facing my demons and really working on myself and doing that hard shit, going to war with myself. Most people are afraid to do that. And I challenge them to look at themselves in the mirror, get naked, see how they look. And if they don't like it, cool. Yeah. Some things we can't change, right? But for the most part, if you think, yeah, I got, got a bit of a belly or you want to get some bigger shoulders or, you know, you want to lose some weight or like whatever, like there's things most of us can do to work on ourselves. We live in a society where I think it's important to, yeah, be positive and everything. But I mean, David Goggins, for example, he's always talking about like, you know, do that hard shit and get mad at yourself. I relate to that. And like, that's my whole message too, is like, get mad at yourself, hold yourself to a higher standard. Most of us make excuses and we try to ignore the real shit that's causing us to have certain issues in our lives, right? We want to just put the blame on other people. That's where it comes into, you have to take ownership of the shit that's not working in your life and actually go head to head with that shit and try to create that real change. Sometimes it's hard and sometimes it takes years. That whole uh, principle, the core value of stop rereading chapters one, two, and three for it's time to write four, five, and six. I had to go to war with myself for the past two years of finally recognizing that I was living in the past and finally be able to look forward and let go of anything that was good or bad in the past. Be able to look back and you know gain insight and understand certain lessons that certain experiences taught me, but no longer look back at it and be so emotionally attached to it. Most of us are. I for certainly was, you know, massively. And I had to get to a point where on daily, you know, practice of just really trying to work on like, what do I actually want for the future? Writing things down, writing things down and having a notebook that shares my actual vision that I'm writing down and I'm able to read and actually look back on you know, weeks on end of like, hey, this is where I was at, you know, three weeks ago and this is where I'm at now. I can see the actual progress. Um, that's important. I think I kind of just no, drifted yeah, yeah. off a little bit. No, but, yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. Like, uh, it's true that a lot of times we get used to, we get stuck in the thought of our old identity and it's hard to release that identity. So a lot of times if we used to be a bad person, if we used to be uh, overweight, if we used to be someone that's financially irresponsible like we get used to these ideas and we're like oh that's always going to be me or that's just the way I am and I think until the moment we really get critical with ourselves and start saying yes that was me but doesn't have to still be me like I can overcome anything and at the end of the day it's all a mental game of of what your what your thoughts are are eventually what lead to your reality so unless you have unless you have the ability to know that something can happen it's most likely not going to happen. And I like the phrase of whether you believe is true or not, like whether you believe something is real or not or true or not, um, whatever you believe is, is the reality of it. So Gravita Castle represents the constant journey to becoming something better. And it's important to recognize that once you hit that new standard that you had set for yourself and now that becomes your norm, which once was this reach, a stretch goal, but now it's your standard and like norm 
you finally realize that, okay, now I need to actually raise that bar. I need to constantly set the bar higher to become that next version of myself. So it's that constant uh, process of being reborn to that next version of you. Yeah. And, you know, some people can be like, oh, I used to be, you know, this, or I mean, I, I screwed up in this way, or I was very bad with finances back then. A lot of us hold on to those identities yeah. and it's important to let those things go. Um, it's a little much for me to describe how to do that on here, but like, again, like just doing hard things, if I had to just dumb it down and give someone a task to do is mm -hmm. go do some shit that you know you don't want to do, but you know is beneficial for you. Literally write down on a piece of paper what those first five thoughts are, even just first two thoughts, and then go do those things. I guarantee you most people aren't going to do that right now, but there's going to be one crazy person who I identify with that's going to hear that message and write that thing down. Okay, I really need to go run 20 miles right now, or I need to go book a flight to this location. I need to send this text message to this person that I really don't want to talk to, but I finally need to say this. We all have that thing that we know deep down that we need to do, which is the voice talking to us. But most of, most of us disrespect the voice by not acknowledging it or doing what it's trying to get us to do. And again, that voice can be your gut feeling, God, your future self, the universe, whatever you want to call it. But it comes down to something is always guiding us, but most of us ignore that guidance, which is why our lives don't work. I've noticed that when I finally listen to that voice and I allow that thing that's guiding me to actually help me move forward because I'm listening to what it's telling me, my life seems to improve. I think most people can start with that. I love that, man. Thank, uh, thank you for for sharing all these gems. Honestly, you've shared a lot of gems today. I I really appreciate that. I'm sure everybody watching uh, really appreciates that. For everybody watching right now, uh, where can everybody go follow you, man? So the T H E, because I realize sometimes when I say the Ken Conklin or the, uh, they always think it's V, but yeah, the Ken Conklin or Gravel to Castle. All social media, our website graveltocastle.com. YouTube is where if you want to watch full content like this of talking about this stuff. I'd love to have you share your story on our end too. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I'd love for people to, you know, join that movement of wanting to become a better leader in our society and create that dent. Yeah, tune in guys. And yeah, for everybody watching, thank you guys for sticking around. If you guys like this, make sure you guys like and subscribe and also go follow Ken and everything he does in the future from here on out. Boom. See you guys. Take care. Right on. <laughs>